Hello world and welcome to Let's Get Dangerous, a podcast about dangerous activities and whether or not you should do them. My name is Stephen Denham and joining me on the other side of the table... Good morning Vietnam! Say your fucking name. Just be normal for once. I can't be normal, Stephen. (laughs) I can't. Hey everybody, it's me, your co-host, Matt. But also, Matt has uh, very uh, cheekily uh, alluded to the fact that we are recording this quite early today. We are. It is... um, It's it's 9am. 9am on a Tuesday morning. Yeah. Beat that, Marin. Yeah, Marin, you fucking (laughs) jerk. What? fucking hack. Yeah. Also, please, if you are booking like guests, I would love to be on your podcast, please. He doesn't do guests, does he? Oh, he does do guests. His whole thing is guests. His whole thing is guests. It's Bill Burr that doesn't do guests. Yeah, Bill Burr doesn't. Yeah, Bill Burr's the podcast is like, imagine if Marin was like, this podcast doesn't need me to talk to people. Yeah. Even though like Marin does those little bits at the start where he talks about his life and stuff, and that's kind of cool in his own way. Yeah. It's like me and my Dan, we have this whole thing. <laughs> I haven't really listened to much Marin. I, I, I listened to a little bit of Bill Burr, and it just seems to me that he, he started that. He, he chose not to get any guests on because they would interrupt his ranting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they would be, there would be an obstacle for him to just like go all out. And uh, I mean, Marin's very good that once the interview portion starts, he's kind of like he's um aware enough to go. You know, this isn't about me. This is about the person on the other side oh, of the I'm table. I'm like Joe Rogan. <laughs> That's a great point. But have I told you how much I love DMT? <laughs> you know, mushrooms expand our brain. That's how we got big brains from apes. <laughs> Shut up, Joe. <laughs> it's not how it happened. Well, maybe it is, but fuck, you've said it like every single episode. I'm a free thinker. Now watch me interview this guest who I already agree with. <laughs> Although he did do a few. He has done a few good interviews, uh, uh, Joe Rogan. I mean, that interview that he did with that fucking crazy dude on YouTube. You know, that real angry dude. Oh, the crazy dude on YouTube, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> which, which which one of the seven Paul brothers is this? <laughs> you know, the one that's like, uh, kind of, the frogs are gay. <laughs> <laughs> How do I not know who that is? Really? Oh. I, that feels like it's totally in my wheelhouse. <laughs> like, there's no one on YouTube creating content just for me, except the guy you just mentioned whose name I don't know. The frogs are gay. The frogs are gay. <laughs> um, Was that um, Alex Jones? Yes, yeah, Alex yeah. Jones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, he did a good interview with him. Yeah. That was actually interesting. A good insight there. And we also, without Joe Rogan, we wouldn't have that sick gangster image of Elon Musk smoking a joint. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty cool. He's got that badass face where his, his lips are curled down a little yeah. bit. And he's like, mm, yes, like a mafia. Yeah, is the joint replacing the cigar now? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. There's blunts. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blunts now. That's hip-hop culture, like, invading in, in the best way. In the best way possible, because it looks real suave when people... This is what amazes me about people who do joints and stuff like that, and, like, do it all the time, and yeah. also look cool doing it, is that, like, it, it, it looks really suave when someone's taking a psychotic or an hallucinogenic yeah. and has seems to have their life together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most associations with smoking weed is like, well, yeah, uh, just like you know, they call them fingers, but I've never seen them thing. <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like I haven't in a while, but I'm kind of fully aware that like when I smoke weed, I just do look like a fucking dork. I kind of just have accepted that. Yeah, no but, one's ever gonna like watch me smoke weed and be like, that guy looks cool. He makes me want to smoke weed. But like, which is probably a good thing for sure. But like. Rappers make it look suave as make fuck. Make it look effortless, yeah. Like the baby. I recently watched, like, you know that rapper? The baby. The baby, yeah. <laughs> Do you know him? Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> it's not my nap time. 
The, um, Please don't kill me, to baby. Mainly because I just from don't, Cleveland. He will. Mainly because I just don't want to get killed by a guy called the baby. <laughs> yeah. you, you know how much I care about image and perception. Pretty sure he's killed someone. I'm pretty sure. I like, think I'm not scared. I'm not scared of death. I'm scared of being murdered by a guy with a dumb name, <laughs> and that being how I go out. You don't want that on your epitaph. No. <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, he, he like was doing this interview and he's just like sitting on the porch and he's just like casually smoking a joint and it's like, but it looks, he looks like he's not even affected by it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just his state of being now. And it's like, oh man, you look cool as shit. But man. also like imagine smoking so much weed that it kind of does nothing for you anymore. Yeah. I that guess. looks, it looks cool, but it must be kind of sad. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. It's like, you know how we, like, look at celebrities and, like, at some point we kind of go, yeah, but they must be really, like, empty inside. Mm. And just really sad and lonely. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. It's like, this guy can't even enjoy smoking weed. I think that's why my friends gave it up, mostly. They, they used to be big weed smokers every yeah. day. And then now they're just, like, not so much. I, I think one of them's just quit outright. Just, like, hasn't done it for, like, eight months or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, do you miss it? And he's like, No. <laughs> remember the first time I really quit I didn't miss weed so much as I or not, not miss like the things like it was all the things surrounding weed mm-hmm. that were like the big differences like mm-hmm. I, the weed itself I could take or leave mm-hmm. but it was just uh, all like the things you have to go through to get it and like all the people who are not bad people but the only thing you have in common is that you habitually smoke weed together mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. And then when you're the guy not smoking weed, suddenly like you're just making like a life choice. You don't care whether they do or don't, but they feel like you're holding up a mirror. Yeah, there is like a little bit of that. I mean, I I, I used to hang out with these guys that like I mean I, I don't really smoke weed at all. Like I I tried it for a bit, but I didn't like how how it it just made me feel real mopey and yeah, and like yeah. heavy, you know, in a way. And I didn't really like that. I like to keep alert a lot. With yeah, my, yeah. I mean. Yeah, so so you know, I didn't really do, but but like these guys that I hung out with, they didn't really care that much if I didn't do it. But I did, I did feel a compulsion. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I did kind of feel like, oh, maybe I should join in just to be a part of the yeah. crowd a little bit. Oh, peer pressure, man. <laughs> they teach us about it, but we never expect what it's really like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so yeah. I mean, they told us about peer pressure, but I wasn't listening because a bunch of my friends told me this was dumb. <laughs> well, here's the thing about peer pressure. It never looks like how they teach you in school. Yeah. You know, peer pressure isn't a guy going, do it, do it, do it, yeah. do it. A peer pressure is peer a bunch pressure of people. Is, yeah, peer pressure isn't like one kid going, do it or none of us will think you're cool. Yeah, peer pressure is literally FOMO. Yeah. That's what peer pressure is. And it's like, don't be afraid of missing out. Maybe that's the lesson. <laughs> you know, you can miss out. Yeah, it's some, not a big deal. Some things you can miss out on, yeah. You don't have to do it. Yeah. You don't have to. But, but yeah, we, we need to relearn peer pressure, everyone. <laughs> that's what this is about. Um, that's not the topic. Yeah. But no. man, um, you talked about like that need for alertness. That I totally get. Mm. Like even when I've been like either just even just drinking, like because I'm as someone who was just bullied like for most of his young life, it was always like I needed that constant alertness because it was just like, the moment you take your eye off it, someone's just like pulling your pants down, like either metaphorically or literally. Mm. So like, even when I'm getting fucked up, I was still in like this, I can't be fucked up right now state. Yeah. No, I, which I, I imagine is how like a lot of women feel like all the freaking time. Dude, totally. Like I hate that. Like all of my girlfriends like have this, we haven't end up having these not girlfriends, but like girlfriends. Yeah. Um, we end up having these chats eventually in our relationship 
uh, and and it ends up being like the whole, um, you know, I can't go to a car park, like a car that I've if I've parked in a lot that's over there. Yeah, yeah. And it's nighttime. I can't go to a car park. Like I can, but it, it's it's something that I'm very tentative yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. And I ne- it never crosses my mind to be like, I mean, sure, if I'm walking in a dark car park. I'm going to think like, oh, this is a bit scary. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to be like, am I going to die right now? Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? I never thought about that. And it's always like, fuck, that sucks, man. You can't do the things that yeah. I take advantage yeah, of. Yeah, it's like on one <laughs> hand, yeah, masculinity is a prison, but it's a prison where we can go where we want and do what we want. And there's this whole other subset of prisoner who gets like 70% of what we make for our prison labor. Exactly, and I can't believe that I'd, I I'd said car park so many times it didn't fall into a South African car park <laughs> accent. Car park, at the zoo, at the zoo, Mark, Mark, you're in the car park, Mark. <laughs> oh, I'm proud of you. Um, but you know, I'm going to give you a copy of District Nine on Blu-ray. Oh, dude, thank you. Wait, why on Blu-ray? <laughs> I don't. No one has DVDs anymore, Stephen. I don't have a DVD player. I don't even think I have anything that can play a DVD in my house. Not even on your laptop. Oh, yeah, I guess that could. But even then, they're phasing out the drives on those. Yeah, for sure. Because they're like the old floppy disk drive, you know? No one needs yeah, that anymore. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm like, oh, they're phasing out DVD drives. And man, please get to the topic. I'm clearly like just circling now. Oh, right. You yeah. want me to get into I'm this just, like, topic? When I'm getting onto like that, yeah, it's like, no. okay, it's time for you to just like cut me off and be like, here's for the sure, topic. Because we are taking a nosedive right now <laughs> and, and, and shit's getting bad. But, yeah, you we know, spent like 10 minutes talking about weed. You know what dude? else you take a nosedive on? A plane. You do take a nosedive <gasps> oh, on a plane. Oh, oh. But you can also take a nosedive off a plane and free fall 30,000 feet. Are when we, you are we sk- skydiving? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Let's get dangerous. Are going skydiving. Roll, Roll that, that intro. Let's get dangerous. Let's get dangerous. Dangerous, always get dangerous with a pancreas. Is a pancreas dangerous? And we're back skydiving, Matt. Yes, skydiving. That's what we're doing today. Um, wow. All of you listeners out there are wondering, what is the topic going to be today? Yeah. Are they going to talk about drugs and doing drugs? Because that was what they were talking yeah. about. Are they going to talk about putting your penis in a DVD player? <laughs> is that what they're talking about? Because no, that's like three episodes from now. <laughs> no, we're doing skydiving. We're doing we're doing that Ooh. crazy thing, which I've never done. Have you ever done never. skydiving? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Recently, I had an eye test. Okay. Okay. It's, it's relevant. Yeah. Um, seems like it's not relevant, but it is. I had an eye test, right? Yeah. Just to get my... Uh, I wanted to get new glasses. I have pretty good eyes. I yeah. Always you do I have nice eyes. eyes. Thank you very much. But I was more talking about my 2020 vision. Yeah. Uh, well, no, that's what not, I was saying. Oh, great. Thanks, man. You can see that? That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, I, I, I have pretty good eyes. I only, I'm only like short-sighted, like the tiniest bit. Yeah. I just want the glasses for the aesthetic reasons. Yeah. Right? yeah. So um, I went in to get my eyes tested and they were like, yep, everything's good. It's a, it's a very minor, very, very minor um, short sighted. You're like, you sure I don't need glasses? And they were, like, they were like, we'll get you glasses. Like, that's fine because it will help you if you're like watching TV at a very long distance yeah. or if you're driving. And <laughs> that's that like generation. That. Like, oh, I got my TV glasses. <laughs> I got my TV glasses. <laughs> um, 
And uh, but then she see, mum, we're not that different after all. And I was like, sweet, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Sweet, thank you very much. I'll take my prescription. She's like, yeah, but I'd like you to come back in 12 months because uh, I did notice that there is um, a little bit of weakness happening on the uh, like a little scratching. Or, or something happening on the bottom of your left eye there. Oh, Jesus. And um, I just want to make sure that that's not any macular damage uh, when you come back in 12 months. And I was like, huh, what? Huh? Huh? I'm old now? Huh? I should have just called over the phone and just lied. And then she said, so just, and I was like, what does that mean? It's like, oh, well, it, you know, it's not anything bad. It's probably nothing. Um, you know, it's just, these things happen. Um, and it can eventually lead to macular holes and stuff like that okay. in your eyes, which can cause visual damage. Um, and visual impairedness, so you can end up... She didn't say you can end up getting blind, but I looked it up later on WebMD. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you can go blind. I don't need cancer. a doctor. I have an internet connection. <laughs> and uh, she said, yeah, just don't do any um, anything that uh, will, will cause like uh, whiplash kind of effects like bungee jumping or skydiving. Oh, so is this a whole episode about you just flagrantly ignoring medical advice? Yeah. Excellent. I'm Hell in. Yeah. I'm I mean, in. What's what's really gonna happen? Here's what I think happened with the eye: yeah. is I have an eye hair, like an eyelash, right? That like grows upwards and scratches the bottom of my left oh, eye. Oh no! I reckon it scratched the bottom of my left eye, and that's what she's seeing because it does it sometimes, and I have to get tweezers and and pluck it. But it's only every couple every month. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it happened recently, so I reckon that's what she saw. But maybe she didn't. Maybe I'm getting old, man. <laughs> maybe I'm getting old and I can't do skydiving anymore. It's amazing because like, we all know at some point our body's going to break down. But we always imagine like we're fine up until like the day we turn 60. Then like our switch flips and we just all turn to shit. Yes. but The it's idea that slow... it'll slowly break down over time and it starts earlier than you think. It starts earlier than you think, guys. And I, now I know exactly how... Uh, Jeff in uh, in community felt when he went to the doctor to get a checkup, and he's like, "Yeah, your cholesterol's are slightly high. Just watch your, you know, and he, yeah. eat some egg whites." And Jeff's like, "What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean my cholesterol's high? What, what?" And he like leaves the doctor's office going, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> like I've always lately, I've been kind of cursing the fact that like I waited till like I was well and truly into my thirties to start taking like my health and fitness actually seriously. Yeah, I know. But we can... This Here's the thing. The doctors always tell you, you can take your 20s. Your 20s can be a fucking write-off. Yeah. It's the 30s where you need to start taking care of yourself. Buckling down. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 20s is okay. So if you're twenty in your 20s right now and you feel like you're not healthy enough, you're fine, okay? If you're 25, go hell for leather. Yeah, just fucking go skydiving 20 times a year. and, and Drive your car into a ditch. I don't care. I love it. Jump off of a bridge and if you live, do it again. Throw your friend off a bridge. I don't give a fuck. You know, live your life in the 20s. But but in your 30s, take it seriously, guys. Take it seriously. Because your eyesight will go sooner than you think. So, normally, this is just a very simple yes-no question. But uh, given the caveat that you've been told you should avoid skydiving, mm-hmm. do you want to do it? 100%. 100%. Because if, my, if I'm going to go blind, I better fucking enjoy it while I last. So you're more like, get in before the damage is done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm one of those dudes that like if, and I say this without having experienced it, I'm one of those dudes that if I got cancer and I had like a week to live, I'd do my bucket list. Um, yeah. I'd go everywhere. I'd, and I say that because I haven't experienced it. I'm sure if I was had a week to live on cancer, I would be miserable and bedridden. But So you'd imagine yourself doing all these things. You'd like, you'd go out of the house for an hour and then you'd be like wheezy and like worn out. Yeah, exactly. Your heart palpitations, yeah. all this kind of shit. It's like cancer popping. isn't like, your body actually levels up for a while, then suddenly stops. <laughs> it's a long, drawn-out thing, yeah. 
<laughs> leveling up. It's oh, like, cancer. I now so I can finally stronger. run that marathon. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you run a kilometer, you die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... um. Yeah, so I, I do want to do skydiving. What Excellent. about you? I am a 100% fuck yes. Yeah? How often does this happen that we are both very enthusiastically like, yes? Very rarely. Especially this... like something like this, which really, we could practically do this. We could practically We could, do a this. couple of episodes later, come back and be like, yo, we talked about skydiving. We just went and fucking did it. We could do a fucking vlog about yeah, it. Yeah, especially like we've had so many weird meta episodes. Yeah, points to his um, lighting setup. Yeah. And my camera. I've got a vlogging camera. Right? You know, I yeah. could, we could vlog the shit out of that. Get a GoPro. Yeah. Get these GoPros put on my heads and just like, I can film you screaming, you can film me screaming. Yeah, it'd be sexy. We can go tandem. <laughs> oh. Naked. I'm in. Oil me up, woman. So we just flip a coin to decide who gets to be what spoon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think spoon is a technical term in a tandem situation, but I'm sure you'll educate me on this as we go along. If you're behind me, if you're my big spoon, make like my DMs and slide in, my friend. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm just glad I shaved my back last night. (laughs) That's a fucking feat. What the hell? (laughs) I had to buy a fucking thing to do it right. It's a back shaver. What? It's It's like a razor, but the head is ginormous, and there's like a huge foldable handle. Even with that, it's still fucking awkward. Yeah, because you have to be flexible as shit to like get the like middle back and all that yeah. kind of stuff, right? Yeah, it's, it's still an exercise, and it's wow. also it's one of the things like because my back is hairy and like patches, which is annoying. Like if I just had a rug there, like whatever, I'd just own it. I'd just be like, "Yo, this is my hairy back. This is who I am." Yeah. But patches look like there's something wrong there, and yeah. that's why my hairy back fucks me up like mentally. Wow. So you do have patches right now? Right now, no. Like right. I, I shaved it and I did a pretty swell job. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying like your back. Your back isn't like fully like gorilla hair. No, no. It's patchy. Yeah, when it does grow, it grows in like very specific patches. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I thought you were saying like when you shave it, it's patchy. No, like, when I sh- it turned out all right. I saw it in the mirror this morning and I was like, ooh, nice oh, back dude, there, buddy. Nice back. I'm lucky. I'd never, I never got back hair. Yeah. Because I, I, I got the hair on the chest and like I, people used to kind of tease me about it, but I just like learned to lean into it and be like, yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, I have hair around the nipples and um, but, like, <laughs> it's just around the nipples sort of thing. Like, yeah, I've got yeah. a little bit of chest hair here, but then I've got like nipple, nipple hair. Like you've opened just enough shirt there to make it look like you have a thriving jungle down there. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but it's just here. <laughs> and then, um, but around my nipples, I remember I got really insecure about it because in acting, uh, we were in the dressing rooms and yeah. this guy, Dan Say, he's never listening to this but if you are listening this was you it's, it's, it's stuck with me like a little earworm he's naming names life. people uh he uh he told me that well because i have my shirt off and he's like oh your nipples look like they have eyelashes <laughs> <laughs> you know what i take it back dan a good burn is a good burn is a good burn <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it stuck with me i, I laughed but i hurt yeah yeah <laughs> Which yeah. is weird, like the amount of times you say shit like that to people and you're like, oh, they laughed, I'm off the hook. And they're thinking about it so many years <laughs> <Yeah>. later. <laughs> That's why I shave my, my nipples now. <laughs> or around my, I don't shave around. my nipples, I shave around my nipples. Around, oh god, that's got to be tough. It is tough because like there's a little like bumps uh, yeah. around those uh, around the areola and like, you know. And here's the thing about nipples, not sure if you know, they're actually mm, quite sensitive. They really are. Because <laughs> I've nicked one of those little bumps before. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Not good. <laughs> Not good. Ever tried shaving your balls? Yes. It's like that when you nick when you nick some skin on the balls and you're like, ha. Ah. It's, it's like, like I'll look at things like sensitive. Warhammer and be like, oh, I'm I'm way too clumsy and not meticulous enough to do that. But then like when I shave my balls, I'm like a fucking surgeon, dude. Fucking like 
Surgeon, best like, in Japan. I'm just like I'm like I'm like Smooth on the hand. bomb squad, basically. Yeah. It's like which, which hair? Red hair, blue hair. <laughs> That's true, though. That is true. And you're like you're just like moving things around perfectly. Yeah, so that you yeah. Get the right angle. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing what men can do when we put our mind to it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's amazing <laughs> how capable we are when we don't want to hurt our own balls. Yeah. yeah. But, but then, the like, then, like, then, like, your partner would be like, "Can you mow the lawn?" Oh, I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't know if I'm physically capable. But here's the thing with like uh, balls and getting hurt and all that yeah. kind of stuff, and us wanting to protect them is like, don't you have to wear a harness with skydiving? Yeah. Is it the harness that straps around your thighs as well? I'm, assu- I'm assuming you tell me, but yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, you know, I really just came up with this topic in the shower oh, right, this right. morning. But there is some sort of harnessing, yeah. There is a harnessing. And uh, like, you got the backpack, you got the harnessing to make yeah. sure you don't slip out of the backpack. So that little harnessing that hugs around the inner thigh, yeah. that is a death trap for your testicles, my friend. <laughs> It 100% is. I, I was uh, camping with my friend once. Well, it was like a school camp. Uh, and this is Luke. Yeah. And uh, you might know Luke. Luke, your master? Yes. Yeah, I know Luke. How and you doing, so, Luke? Uh, yeah, I don't know if he listens, but hey, Luke, how's it going? Luke, gonna, listen gonna, to us. I'm going to out your story about how you uh, <laughs> almost killed your testicles. Oh. So uh, he was like, we were doing like the tree climbing stuff, you know, like yeah. where you're up in the trees and you've got the harness on, someone's got the rope, like I was on the rope thing yeah. uh, below and I was like making sure if he fell that it was ready to catch. You break it, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And um, and he did fall and I did break it. Yeah. But his harness went like, in, went smack on one of his testicles <gasps> and like he went doing, you know, like as you would when you get stopped abruptly. Yeah, yeah. And it was all the force on his testicle. On his right testicle specifically. Oh, no. And he described it like if you would grab a balloon and you would squeeze one side, the rest of it would pop out the other yeah, side. Yeah. But the other little tiny bit would be on that side. Oh, no. <laughs> and he was in so much pain. And he still to this day, he thinks that he is impotent. Oh, not impotent. Um, maybe he's impotent. I don't know. But what's the word when you uh, can't have children? Infertile. Infertile. Yeah. Okay, Still to this day, he thinks he's infertile that in make, that one testicle. That makes sense. When I met him, he kind of gave off, I'm grateful to still have one working ball energy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that one ball energy. It's, it's a powerful thing. <laughs> so weird. I've been talking to one of my friend, friend, female friends specifically, and she's like, oh, male comedian, you just talk about your dick and your balls all the time. And I'm like, that's not true. Also, you talk about your vagina and your periods all the time, female comedians. Well, that's not all of them, but it's the same same generalization, right? I, th- I think it's I think it's her. I think they should be allowed to. I say let them. Yeah, hundred percent. That's that's my incredibly woke take. Like women, you're allowed to talk about your vaginas. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I give you permission, women. Yeah, you can, you can talk oh, about th- your body Thank parts. you, thank you, man. Thank you for letting me. <laughs> Well, that's a generalization. She yeah. said you talk about digging balls. Women talk about vaginas and periods, right? It's the same generalization. But that's I don't know. It's one of those things. Like if you got like say seven female comedians on a lineup, one of them vaguely mentions her period, and then like you're like, oh, they just talk about their fucking periods all the time. I don't know if that's true. I think I think I think what's more true is uh, one of them says one funny joke. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> What's amazing is how joke, I said that, that in your joke. voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that was a joke. That was a joke. Move on, move on. Move, move on. on. It was, it's, women are funny. Women are funny. I just want to put that out there. I think women are very hilarious. I, I know so many women are very much. funny. <laughs> I just couldn't help myself. There was a moment to strike and I did it like a taipan. But you walked it back. You've basically become me. I did have to because this is going on the actual podcast. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, I don't know if our audience is aware that I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you're much more of a, like a shit lord like before we start. Yeah, much more of a shitlord before we start. Yeah. Shall... So skydiving, man. Yes, pros I am and in. Cons. Pros and cons. I mean, the obvious con: death. Let's get it out of the way. You can die. Yeah, but some people don't when they fall. Oh, they survive. Yeah. Oh god. I There's a story that. of a dude who fell. It might have been a female actually. Um, what, someone fell uh, and their parachute didn't open, but they landed in in a, a marshmallow factory. Close on the machine. That would be amazing. <laughs> like uh, in The Simpsons, he falls in the pillow factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which, which to me was always weird. Like the pillow factory is assuming that they just stack pillows up yeah, yeah. in the entire factory. It's like and pillow that's storage, it yeah. yeah. It's just like, no, no, no. <laughs> was it a pillow storage? Maybe it was a Maybe pillow it was storage. a pillow factory, but it yeah, yeah. It was a pillow factory, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but this person fell into a swamp, like a, like a, like a boggy Oh, um, okay. Earth. It wasn't water. It was like mud. Yeah, and really they, soft ground. Yeah, and they fell in that. They broke both their legs and I think their back, but they survived. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's actually, I expected that to be a lot worse. Yeah, yeah they, they, they were fine, really, like apart from the broken back. And they, I think they were fully recovered. Wow. Yeah, but they fell 30,000 feet and uh, survived. That's a story. That's a flex. Yeah, that's a flex indeed. So, so, oh, uh, you, you have a failing podcast, Stephen. Well, I fell 30,000 feet and lived. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter what I do in life. I've already won. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yes, generally speaking, if, you, if your parachute doesn't open, you're dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's generally the rule of thumb here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like a lottery that no one wants to buy a ticket for. Yeah. <laughs> and even if you win, your only real prize is like you don't die. Yeah, exactly. It's that's a thrill seeker thing again as well, you know. <laughs> but um, man, that's a pro. That would be hell, just the whole process of skydiving would be hella exhilarating, surely. So exciting, I'd imagine. My mum's done it multiple times. Yeah. And um and I just like I really want to do it before my eyesight goes and um or force my eyesight to go yeah. just quicken the That reminds up. me of the old joke, um, why don't blind people skydive? <laughs> Is that an actual joke? Yeah, it's a joke. Why don't blind people skydive? Why? It scares the shit out of their dogs. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, oh, the cute little doggos. Glad doggos. Um, yeah, no, another pro. Uh, Thrill Seeker would be a huge pro. Yeah. I think you would get like such a rush out of it. Um, oh, another con is like um, landing, landing wrong. Wrong, yeah, yeah. Right? Because you don't really have like many chances to train a landing. Yeah, yeah. You have to kind of get it right the first go. And what if you fuck it up? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You break your legs. You can break a lot of shit landing wrong on a parachute. Trees. Trees, power lines. Yeah, getting wind blowing in the wrong direction. Yeah. You like get taken off course and then you've got power lines, trees, houses yeah. in the way. That would suck. Yeah. I watched the film, um, was it Terminal Velocity? It was like an action film in the 90s. I think it was on the heels of Point Break where like, well, like in Point Break, the baddies were surfers. Yeah, yeah. In Terminal Velocity, the baddies were like skydivers. Nice. And like one of them, like they they would like hijack and like do things on planes, rob rob them, and then skydive them. out. That's pretty cool. But um, one of them, like, because Gary Busey, I think, was the main villain. Yeah. And he has to like eliminate one of his own crew because I think the guy got identified or something, and he basically just like he 
positions himself in front of that guy's parachute so he can't steer. So he's basically steering this guy, and he basically just like steers him like into like a power station. Damn. Yeah. Does he die as well? No, he he's an expert. He's like he's the main baddie. He just pulls away. Oh, that's... Like, he's not going to kill himself just yeah. to like protect that's the crew. Cool. But Gary, Bu- I feel like I have seen that because Gary Busey. I remember seeing him skydiving at or parachuting at some point. <laughs> um, but what a what a mathematically intense heist situation. Yeah. Right? Because if you're flying an international flight, you have to get the goods and get out at a, at a specific time. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be way off course. You have to be good at robbery, skydiving, and time management. You're officially a triple threat if you because can pull this off. Because if you get 10 seconds either side of your extraction point, yeah, you are like... 10,000 kilometers, no, not that far, but, but like, like you're a ways away, yeah. Yeah, you're thousands of kilometers away from your location that you were supposed to Yeah, be. yeah. You could be in the middle of the sea at that point, you know? Yeah, like the point of that is you can't be like, we'll just get out of the plane and we'll just land where we freaking land. Yeah, yeah. No, that's interesting. And don't planes, like uh, passenger airlines fly at like a higher altitude as well? Like I couldn't 60, tell Like 60,000 feet? Do they? Makes sense. I mean, I, be- I, I, like I believe do. that. I feel like that, or maybe it's not 60,000 feet, but I feel like it is definitely higher than, yeah. than, than lower flying planes um, that like do skydiving. Yeah. Because, you know, you wouldn't want to like jump out of a plane to skydive and then get hit by a passenger airline. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. would suck. Or he, it'd be one of those Boston Starling situations all over again in the 1960s. A cloud of skydivers go into the engine of a passenger oh, airline. And Jesus destroy Christ. It. So that was the Starlings, the birds. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's just a flock of, oh my God, it's a flock of it's sky like skydivers. Evasive maneuvers. We can't. Uh, this is a passenger airline. <laughs> there's no evading Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Busey's just like, kicks straight through the front of the yeah. window of the pilot. Oh, Gary cockpit. Busey will destroy us all. <laughs> He's like, I'm here. I'm Gary Busey. Throws the pilots out of the plane. <laughs> Why did I turn him into some sort of like Bane Hulk hybrid? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool though. Sorry to drop in on you. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. I was a skydiver kicking through the cockpit. Like, <laughs> like, like that's not going to flatten him yeah. like a mosquito against a windscreen. It's like, just like, but he's like wearing a suit. He's like James Bond and he's like, sorry, I don't have my boarding pass chaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tried to think of something funny to top that, but I couldn't. I was just laughing. <laughs> like laughed, a little idiot. I laughed at a series of unfinished jokes in my head <laughs> 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 that I couldn't quite articulate. But you know what? Know. I'm the la- I was the last person to speak, though, so uh, those are officially my laughs. I'm going to take are them. Your- no, I'm I was seizing them. yours, and then I laughed at a few others of mine that I couldn't yeah, articulate yeah. for sure. Um, okay, so what are some more pros? Some more pros, like, man, that'd be a bonding experience. It would be. Like, if we were to do that together. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would feel closer to you. Yeah. Uh, intimately and uh, emotionally. We've done something that we humans... We both could have died. We both could have died. Humans are not physically supposed to do. No. We've essentially subverted nature. Heck yeah. And I'm all about subverting old Mother mother M. Right. Yeah. I love pissing off old Mother M. Yeah. Just, uh... Doing shit I'm not supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. That would be fun. I think that would be really cool. I should do that. How how much does it cost? Your mum does it. Is it prohibitively expensive? I think it's like two fifty bucks or something like that. Yeah, it's totally doable. It's totally doable. I don't think it's like super expensive. Yeah, like I judge that on like the you know like the afford versus justify scale. No, like I can afford it in the sense that 
it oh, cost yeah. X dollars and I have X plus one dollars. Mm-hmm. Then you then you go, can I justify it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you can't buy it twice, you can't buy it. Oh, there you go. That's a good system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what Jay-Z said once or something like that. Okay. And I've been living by it. I was like, yeah, if you can't afford it twice, don't buy it. That's a good thing to live by because I'm going to be buying a car soon at some point. Yeah. Yeah, you want to. You want to. Be, I, I feel like it doesn't necessarily uh, apply to things like uh, hospital fees. Yeah. Or or, or or housing actually, because you'd be waiting a long time to buy a house. Yeah. And you're like I need to afford this twice. Yeah, I'm I saving up for two house, house deposits. <laughs> so you're buying two houses? No, just just the one. <laughs> oh, you're. A, Disciple of the JC Jay Z principle. <laughs> That's correct. He's like the barefoot investor, only good at rapping. I got ninety nine problems, and most of them are financial. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon that song was about his finance problems? I reckon it was about a lot of stuff. I think. <laughs> it I mean, was, it was. It was about ninety nine things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's been like blogs and like Twitter accounts just like dissecting what the ninety nine problems were. Here's, here's my question: What was better, ninety nine problems or twenty one questions? I never heard 21 Questions. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was a really good song. It's 50 Cent. Oh, yeah. 50 Cent. That's probably why, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a really, really good song. I, um, I think, like, unanimously, everyone's going to go 99 Problems. Yeah. 100%. But I also wonder whether they're saying that because it's Jay-Z, and Jay-Z is kind of a godlike status in the rap scene. And, you know, Whereas 50, 50 Cent. 50 came. 50 came and went, and he also has a lisp. You know, people oh, so you think less of him. So you think they're bullying him? I reckon. Oh. He got shot, like, Eight times and lived, so that's that's bulletproof. That's not a guy I'm going to bully. No, that's bullyproof. Like we've established how afraid of people I am on this podcast. Yep. Ooh. Oh, don't yeah. do that. I just, I just, I just fake <laughs> he just, he just kind of like moved his head towards me, and I wet myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad we recorded your house and not mine. That's right. Wait. Oh no, <laughs> not on my floor again. Again. Uh, twice this uh, week. <laughs> it's only Tuesday. Oh, they. Oi. Oi, they. Hey, and I thought he smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> oh, dude, I have a um, I have a Jewish friend, right, who is, like, living up to the stereotype. Okay. Oh, and he was, he, this is self-admitted by him, so yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay to say He's it. like, it's okay, I'm a bit of a schmageggy. <laughs> he was like that. He, um, he's doing gambling. Yeah, which doing is like, gambling. <laughs> doing gambling, man. And, and he um, he's really, really good at it. Okay. I don't know how he's made, like, 70k in the last year just gambling on like uh dream teams and stuff like that right like fantasy leagues like fantasy leagues okay i get you yeah uh, yeah. and he's and so he's doing it again and he's winning and everyone on like this uh chat anyway they get mad at him because they're like how's he winning all the time but he's just really good he's a really good gamer he's a crazy crazy counter-strike player like he's just good at everything yeah i hate him for that um but like even in Counter Strike, he used to be a professional Counter Strike player. Yeah. Um. And he, and I told him to train me once. I was like, Hey, man, can you train me to be a Counter Strike player? And he goes, Yeah, I can. But you have to kill me five times in a one v one, and I'll give you a hundred chances. And I was like, I Prove you're ready. Yeah. And I was like, I could do that. Hundred chances to kill you five times. Simple. Didn't kill him three times. And then he's like, I'll give you twenty more chances. Only killed him one time in that. Only got three kills out of the five out of wow. 120 chances. He's insane. Any RTS that he plays, yeah. Like uh, Age of Empires, he wins. Immediately. Like we're just like, how are you so advanced? So he went to one of those already? like Korean StarCraft academies? He just like basically like military school. He just is a cyborg, I think. That's what it is. Yeah. He's a computer. Anyway Explains that's... why he's so good at fantasy stuff. Yes. Like the reason I could never do that is because like 
for me to like know enough about a sport that I feel like I could do that, I would. I couldn't do that and not develop an attachment to a team. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't do it with sports I like because I'd just be like filling up my starting five with Utah Jazz players or whatever, and it's like totally contingent on how the team I like is doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I know. I couldn't do it either because it's just. It's too. It requires too much reading and yeah. too much spreadsheeting and all that. Kind and of like stuff. as a sports fan, it requires you to care about every game, not just your team's game. Yes. Exactly. Like I played um English Premier League fantasy, and like suddenly, like I remember like Liverpool being up three nil, and me being like, yeah, conceding like a meaningless goal late in the game, which really changes nothing. But suddenly, my keeper, who was my captain, doesn't get his clean sheet bonus, which would have been double points. So I'm just like, oh. Oh, this is tragic when it's like we won 3-1 like I should be happy yeah you know you said my keeper and my captain and all I could think of was like oh captain oh captain <laughs> oh keeper my keeper oh keeper my keeper yeah <laughs> and I was like that's really like I mean the way oh, those work is like captain. your keeper gets points for keeping a clean sheet which is like no goals and whoever you nominate as your captain gets double points mm. which means sometimes like one time Tim Howard was a keeper he scored a goal somehow yeah. Just like a long goal kick, the wind took it over the other guy's head. So like that's insane amount of points for a goalkeeper scoring. And if Tim Howard was your captain, that's like double insane points. Yeah. But then on the other hand, like a guy named John Walters once missed two penalties and scored an own goal. And I think he may even got sent off. So like if he was your captain, it's like super negative points doubled. So Jam. Yeah. That, have you seen Messi like do those... Uh insanely accurate kicks and stuff like that. Oh my God, yeah. Dude, dude, perfect. Those dudes doing like, oh, you know what I'd love to see them do is like, do like their crazy tricks. Yeah. But do it while skydiving. While skydiving. Oh my God. <laughs> like tap, 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 lost the ball. Okay. Because uh, they got have another to, lawsuit. I'm sure they have to, uh, uh, you know, repeat their shit a thousand times. Can yeah. you imagine how often they'd have to like do trick shots while yeah. skydiving? Oh, like skydiving. how many times they'd have to skydive to get the one trick shot that they're trying to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like I'm skydiving while doing tick attackers with the ball and you're skydiving like 20 feet away holding a garbage bin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you got it image. You're supposed to do a scorpion kick. Oh my God. This is like a whole new niche of like skydiving extreme sports is like doing yeah. sports while skydiving. Yeah. The sport only lasts for like a minute, but... The game only lasts for a minute, but it would be insane. Yeah, trying to do like, like crosswords and like your pen just flies out of your hand. Doing Quidditch while skydiving. Oh. <laughs> like everyone's got brooms and shit. <laughs> Fucking some Harry Potter nerd is trying to catch the snitch and doesn't yeah. open his parachute in time. The snitch is just a dude <laughs> who doesn't get a parachute. <laughs> you thought snitches get bitches? Nah, <laughs> snitches get ditches, my friend. Snitches. You make your own yeah. when you crash into the earth. <laughs> so like the snitches, but the snitch is also someone that like someone who the people on both teams actually care about. So there's like incentive. Like you to can't save just, them. Yeah, you can't just be like, uh, I've lost this one. This is, uh, oh, that's that's good. I see what you're saying. We're now. like no no that 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 we're like opposite captains. We're like the seeker, is it? I don't know. Quidditch is bullshit, but like uh, so like uh, V uh, is uh, the uh, snitch, uh, and we're uh, like oh shit. Yeah, we yeah. got her, yeah. Yeah, and we have to, like, we both have to say, but whoever catches the Yeah, the we are both snitch. fully invested in this. There's no point where I'm like, well, I've lost. Yeah, that's actually hilariously awesome and dangerous. Yeah. Let's get dangerous with that sport. <laughs> that sounds... With, with skydiving Quidditch. That sounds hilariously fun. 
but dangerous. Like but dangerous. Really, really, really dangerous for V. Irresponsible. I, yes. can't, I can't see her agreeing to that. I don't see anyone agreeing to jumping no. out of a plane with no parachute. <laughs> like, just, just hoping <laughs> that one of us two idiots will catch them. Yeah, and like... But we're also competing to catch first. We're not even working together. Isn't the whole point of the snitch is that like rarely anyone ever catches a snitch to win the game? No, like the game ends when the snitch is caught. Yeah, but like it's so hard to catch that rarely anyone catches it. Is that... Only, only like the seeker can catch the snitch. Yeah, right. Yeah, but the sport can finish without catching the snitch. I don't, it? I don't think it can. Oh, so you have to catch yeah. the snitch to win the game. Yeah. Then what is what? the point of getting points? Yeah, what's well, yeah like? But the thing is, you get a certain amount of points for the snitch catching the snitch, and like, if you can catch the snitch and technically still lose, it's very rare, but it can happen. Oh, okay. But also, Quidditch is bullshit. Like Harry literally caught the snitch by accident the first time by swallowing it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's so dumb. That's yeah. the dumbest sport ever. You know, like, we get to that point in our lives where we're like, Harry Potter was actually kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, fucking come at me, Potter fans. I'll fight you, pasty little dweebs. Yeah. Fucking get out of here, you Ravenclaw cuck lords. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, name one Harry Potter word. Um, yeah, Ravenclaw. I'm a Hufflepuff through and through, Okay. I think. What do you think I am? I reckon... I reckon you're a Gryffindor just because to me you're a main character. Oh, that's the nicest thing anyone I mean, like, yeah, ever said like, to me. Gryffindor, main characters, Slytherin, all the baddies, yeah. all the nerdy wells. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. other two houses, just like minor characters, insignificant people. Like, just do your thing. We'll call you up in three books' time when we want you to die for dramatic gravitas. Yeah, I I'd say you're Gryffindor as well, hundred percent. Because you're you're woke. I'm woke, yeah. You know, you're you're conscious of mm. of people's feelings, uh, and you are. Well, I don't give a fuck what you think about. And that. you okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm called for unnecessary. Well, I'm complimenting you. That was you. that was. Um, but that's okay. You know, I'll let it slide because <laughs> I was about to say because you're the Ron to my Harry. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Should we not... make out? No, wait. I just changed that. You're the genie to my Harry. That's the one that he makes out with? That's the one he marries, I think. Oh, right? okay. Well, I'm sure they're made out at some point then. Definitely. Yeah. Unless yeah. wizards are all just like, no no making out before marriage. No, I reckon you're my Ron. Aw. If I'm a main character, you're my Ron. But also, Harry and Ron definitely fucked at some point. Oh, yeah. I mean, Dude. it's not on the pages because of like J.K. Rowling and his views Mischief on that Mischief kind of managed much? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know Harry Potter very well, but I somehow pulled that line yeah. out of my ass. I'm happy with that. And then, like, the, the Potterites are like, okay, they're back. <laughs> but, man, we have totally gone on. So let's throw out a couple more pros and cons and then just wrap this up. Okay, uh, pros uh, is um, life experience, bitches, um, cool, but, but you cool made photos. A, you made a point, like, we use a specific example of the person who fell and lived mm. and how from that point on, like, nothing else in life seems that hard or intimidating or even that, like, that it mattered. Like, yeah. you probably don't necessarily have to injure yourself like that to get that feeling they're just from doing that it's like i jumped out of a plane and lived like everything yeah. else kind of seems there's easy an en- and effortless now there's an enrichment to it a, yeah a valuing of life i suppose and i think yeah. that's what everyone tries to find with thrill seeking is yeah. this is this uh understanding that life is finite and not everything that we think matters matters yeah yeah and that it's it is about living moment to moment like once you've done that i can't see you getting worked up because Karen talked too much during the meeting, you know? Hell no. Like that yeah. shit would just like bounce right off You'd you, be surely. Super chill. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. I think that's really cute. I like that. I like that. I'd, I I wanna live my life like that. I don't like being some grumpy, ranty um 
old man in yeah. a young man's body anymore. Right? Right? I want to be like some dude who's just like, hey, guys, what's up? Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. What's going on? What's going on? I skydived. Yeah. yeah. I'm flexing on you fuckers. <laughs> That's uh, it, bro. It's a fucking flex. It is a flex. Yeah, it is a flex. It's cool. Um, you know, you can do it naked. You can. So that's a pro. Then you can um, actually see what the harness is doing to your balls. Yes. You can control that. Measure Ooh. it a little bit more. Taper it. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. Just I had a bunch of thoughts just like trickle through my head then that I didn't articulate for good reason. Yeah, fair. Um, uh, <laughs> um, what cons, cons, cons. There's very few cons to this for me, really. Yeah. I mean, other than the danger, than... May, maybe for you, $250 is prohibitively expensive. I don't know you and your circumstances, listener. Hey, man, I'm into crypto, son. I'm I'm rolling in the in the, in the dash in the floor. <laughs> but I guess it would be one of those like if you're the sort of person who needs to physically have something tangible for your money, I can see why you'd be like. Oh, I get up in the plane, I jump out, I'll land, that's it. Where's my money gone? Yeah, I, I would like, I, I want to have my money physically all the time. Yeah. I want to own or I want to physically hold my money and then bury it somewhere like a pirate. I want to put it in like a giant vault that I like dive into a la Scrooge McDuck. That's sick. Yes. Let's do that. We could skydive into it. We could skydive into our, a pool of our money. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like to make it like fill up we'd have to like be like five cent pieces though totally but we'll do it we'll do it yeah <laughs> that's good that's good <laughs> um, yeah so I mean we don't even have to have the whole conversation about like would you do it for 10,000 no like we are both into this yeah like this doesn't happen very often we were both enthusiastically on board at the start and we stayed enthusiastically on board because it's one of those things like even if people die and even if like you know things go wrong sometimes it's a thing that we understand it's a risk management yeah. situation and it's like you know? we are kind of surrounded by experts it's not like someone's just mm. handing you a parachute and going work it out dipshit yeah you're going tandem yeah you know? yeah so you yeah I think you have to like get a license to do it by yourself yeah you know so we're not going to do that no hell no so yeah I'm sure like we'd show off and be like, oh, so we'll turn in with each other. And I'd be like, nope, we're not yeah. letting either of you idiots be in charge of this. Yeah. I wonder if it's hard to breathe. While you're doing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's low altitude, but it's only for 30 seconds. Yeah. Whatever, 30 so. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Heck. Like, you uh, can have sex twice in that time. I was about to make a sex joke and I, <laughs> you did it. Oh, well played. Well played. Uh, well played. That's, that's like the greatest pro of having sex with one of us. It's like, you can just easily slot it into any part of your day. Yeah, absolutely. We just like yeah. in and out, you know. Like it's that. not like you have to mark and clear your schedule or anything. No, no, certainly not. Because for me, I am a selfish lover. I don't care about <laughs> you. <laughs> I just don't believe in wasting people's time. Oh, that's cute. You know, like I remember like I was writing an assignment once for uni and like the, the lecturer said, look, the word limit is like, I think it was like 4,000 words. But if you can say it succinctly, succinctly in 2,000, that's fine. I'm not going to punish you for being succinct. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to apply say, that to my life. Brevity is the soul of wit. Yeah. Brevity is the soul of sex. Sex. It's pepperoni, extra meat. Oh, hey, I didn't expect you to come so quickly. Oh, yeah, I got to go now because I got to <laughs> clean myself up. <laughs> 
You just like ended the porn scene straight away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she didn't even pay for that pizza. She didn't. He just left because he's like, oh shit, I came already. It's like that Adam Medium Pace song by Adam Sandler. No, I don't know that one. You don't know that no. one? No, it's like because I love the Sandman in his music. Oh, dude, he's got a great song where he's like, uh, it starts off like a love song. Yeah. Like, um, put your arms around me, baby. Do, do. Can't you see I need you so? Do, do, hold me close against your skin. I'm about to begin loving you. Right? And then, and then, then he's like, in. and now I'm finished. And then it comes into this. Now spit on your hand and stroke my cock at a medium pace. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes into this real sordid song okay. about a sexual fantasy. Right. But then he comes too early. Yeah, premature. so the song just abruptly ends. Yeah, he's like, oh, baby, I'm about to blow my load. <laughs> you say it's time to make love, but I can't because I spewed all over myself. <laughs> then you look into my eyes and you realize. <laughs> it's so good. It's a love song. It's like Flight me. of the Concords, business times. Like you yeah. whisper something sexy like, is that it? I know what you're trying to say, girl. You're saying, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> and you want some more, and I'm not surprised. But uh, It's business time. I'm quite sleepy. It's business time. And I love how Jermaine just goes, It's business. It's business time. I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say it's time for business. It's business time. Oh. Ooh. It's business. It's business time. <laughs> Man, it seems like as good a point as any to Absolutely. leave it. We are both enthusiastically on board with this, so no need to even check in on that. Um, we've uh, both been very, very pro skydiving for the last however many minutes. This has been Let's Get Dangerous. We made you laugh. We made you think. We hope this podcast doesn't stink. My name is Stephen Denham. Maddie, you got a catchphrase to take us out of here. Live your life like you've just skydived. And we are... Out of here.